like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Yao Huang on the line, and she's the founder and managing partner over at The Hatchery. Yao, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at The Hatchery and the kind of projects you like to work on and what kind of clients you help. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Um, I started a tech company with a bunch of friends after the first tech apocalypse. And I actually originally started in healthcare when I moved over. And, uh, you know, I find business to be fairly simple if you break it down to the basic parts of you need to get clients, you need to generate revenue, and you need to make money. And ironically, uh, I come from a whole family of entrepreneurs that have built businesses, but they wanted me to go back into corporate. And eventually, I kind of steered my way out of it anyway. Um, And so in building that business, it was just the grind of revenue generation. And then the lessons of business are learned through all the things that go wrong. Um, and all the challenges that you face that arise through the day-to-day, right, of between people, customers, um, and then dealing with cash flow, banks, investors, money. And we started at a time when it wasn't really ubiquitous, this concept of entrepreneurs and startups. The whole mm-hmm. ecosystem of resources and availability is way more widespread now. Um, and early days, I had this huge investor network, primarily because my friends, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And I had kind of a, shared my resources in a way by giving it away to people who needed it, by introducing them to people, uh, whether it be investors or just people they needed. And that was a really strange concept to a lot of people. Why would you help others with nothing in return? And that's kind of my, my journey. I've been helping people for my entire life in a variety of ways and have found a lot of um, reward out of doing all of that and that has spun itself into a whole new set of opportunities. Well, I, I love your story and I love your thought process because it, it, you're right. Like when you say it, it makes perfect sense, but obviously <laughs> it's a little bit harder. So you say when you say, and I, I wrote it down, business is really simple. You need to get clients, get revenue and make money. I think you just made my uh, you made my uh, Twitter podcast quote of the day just now. <laughs> That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> that, that's happening. Um, so you know, I, I agree with you completely, and and I like the thought process of you learn the lessons through all the trials and errors, obviously along the way. But business is really simple if you can accomplish those three things. Um, but that being said, obviously you're many years into your entrepreneurial career now, and we all learn from the ups and the downs and the sideways, of course. Um, if you could go back and talk to that Yao that was just getting started again in business, and what kind of uh, information or tips would you give her? Hmm. Bring on teammates and people that know what they're doing, that come with Rolodex. It's their shortcuts. So there are ways to leapfrog. There are shortcuts. 
in this journey of business. If you can go get those power-ups, if you can get those secret weapons brought in early, um, you know, hiring staff up front versus taking extra money for vacations or just personal is a good idea. You need more bodies, and that will actually give you exponential growth over time if you can keep staffing up help. And then, um, you know, early days, I didn't know a lot of people. I switched from one industry to another, and I had to go make an entire industry's worth of friends in the first year out. So, you know, if I had a lot more help from those who knew and were already entrenched, it would have been really helpful in terms of... Um, saving more time. I love it. That's awesome. Um, and, and all great stuff. So let, let's change it up a bit. Yeah. I want to get more into what you're doing as founder and managing partner over at the hatchery. So what kind of products do you typically like working on over there? So we incubate and invest into tech companies. And I think that could be easily understood by a lot of people. I have a philosophy of giving early stage companies money before they've entrenched themselves in understanding how the business works, how clients are brought on, I think it's a bad idea. I think but by giving revenue first, I think that is way more valuable, and then supporting that with some seed money. So I'd say revenue, think about how you get customers, how you make this thing work, and then supporting along the way. So we work with uh, technical co-founders in the realms of blockchain, machine learning, VR, AI, to build companies together. We also work with corporations to kind of stand up startups. And then what we do is we reverse engineer the whole team and the product into the needs of what corporations have in this innovation process. And we'll fund those opportunities as well. So we look both in the US as well as overseas. And I'm very uh, excited about what I'm finding abroad they're hungry, they understand revenue, mostly because they don't have access to funding. Mm. So they go back down to the basics and the roots of business versus just a series of fundraising that may or may not get you where you want to go. Well, I, I love that, and you're right. Um, if you don't have access, if you have access to easy money, sometimes that builds complacency and and really people throwing you know stuff at the wall to see what sticks, right? Um, and, yeah. and especially when, with revenue models and other things uh, of that nature, I, I get that completely. Um, what do you find? Because uh, again, you 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 look at and 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 um, evaluate so many companies and so many business models. You have such a unique vantage point, especially as long as you've been in that industry. I mean, going on over. Or excuse me, not going on over a decade. You've been in that industry now. Um, so, what do you find some of the um, mistakes or problem areas are with some of these newer um, tech companies that are emerging? Um, the red flags I see. I, I, I mean, I listen to these pitches every day. Or mm -hmm. one to think that the investor's job is to give them the money so they can start something. I think in 2019, it's no longer the case. And it's not, not everyone goes this route, but they do say, you know, if I had the money, then I can do this. Well, that's not, the, that's, that's not how it works. The, the investor's money is to help you grow something that you've already figured out, whether it be step one or step three, right? So it's not that expensive nowadays to get something built. You know, you can go overseas. Um, there's 
hackathons. There's, there's ways to get the ball rolling to find skills that you need. And it's not, you know, some people have savings, and that may not be the set of resources everyone has, but the new baseline is you have to get it started. You have to figure it out. And then everyone else can support that. But it's not like it was early days when things were, you know, even just getting things into the cloud or having servers set up is, is an ordeal. So the amount of money you need is far, far less. I also tend to play in the enterprise space. So then you don't need to raise a lot of money to get clients. I want to see if you can get a client, which is mm -hmm. just taking meetings and going through the process of persuasion, contracting, procurement, and then delivering and maintaining that client. Can you do that? You have that workflow set up. And if you don't, throwing all the money at this doesn't matter. And then throwing all the customers at you also doesn't matter. It's going to drop the ball in both counts. Can you run a business in the basic sense of what it means for the thing that you say you want to do? And I think also nowadays, entrepreneurs are a bit older as well. It used to be the dreams of college students in their 20s, and they're the ones who took the risk to do something because they could. There's nothing to lose. You can always go back and get a job since you haven't even really started your life yet. But nowadays, I'm seeing a lot more 40-plus taking severance packages, golden parachutes, life savings, mm -hmm. to then do something that they've been dreaming of doing their whole lives and better start now before there's no more time left. And so that's really interesting. I really enjoy those entrepreneurs because they have history, background, um, the willingness to listen and understand their, their capacity is much greater. And there's some wisdom there from at least, you know, a life's worth of experiences, mistakes, and dealing with people. That's awesome. If somebody's listening to this, Yao, and they want uh, more information on the hatchery or to connect, um, what's the best way for them to do it? Uh, just go to our website, hatchery.vc. Awesome. Well, hey, Yao, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more of your background and uh, the great work you're doing over at the hatchery. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on the show.